I was thinking of an intro for this podcast, and then I thought too much, and now I'm in too deep. Welcome to episode 3 of my podcast, In Too Deep. I'm your host, David. From my experiences and knowledge, I have learned that the culture you surround yourself with very much determines the way you think about yourself and about the world. Social media is one extremely influential factor, aside from our family and friends. The posts we see on social media, the gossip, violence, the sex, it shapes the way we think. And if we are not capable of filtering out these negativity, we would simply be slaves to this world. And as much as it is made beautiful, it's pretty messed up. Simply because of how toxic social media can be, I have restarted my social media accounts countless of times. Either I was just not happy with who I was on the internet, or simply that it was poisoning my outlook and behavior. But don't you worry, I'm now in the era of posting positive moments and of giving thanks to the friends I love and retweeting words I live by, favoriting inspirational pictures, and of course posting some badass selfies when I am feeling myself. I also only try to follow healthy, soulful, and inspirational people. So here's a shameless plug. If you don't mind a random but wholesome feed, do follow me at David Roy Quake. Okay, done. Let's move on. You may ask, what has all of this got to do with today's episode? Here's why. Well, it's simply a life hack. You see, I was scrolling through my Instagram when I saw a picture of 11 life facts, and it just relates to what I truly believe in and align my life with. So I thought, now why not record an episode just digging deep on how true these facts are and how so? Sometimes of how simple these facts can be, we often only relate to them when we have to. But you'll see that these Tumblr-ish quotes can be applied to anything we do in life. Here's what I mean. Life fact number one. Positive thoughts creates positive things. Now I was feeling a little bit creative one day and decided to do a little bit of drawing when I realized that the better I can visualize my object onto my paper, the easier it is to draw. It is as if I'm tracing an image. At first, it may seem hard and inaccurate, the proportions may get difficult to estimate, and the details are just so hard to remember and jot. But with practice, I got better at portraying the picture in my mind into a physical drawing. Now, I feel like this can be relatable in life. The more we practice visualization, the better we can actualize that vision. You may say that with practice and experience, we can become experts at painting beauty into our lives. See that connection? It applies to whatever we do. Visualization is an important key many take for granted. Everybody just wants to hustle. They just want to do, 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 and push, 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 but they fail to realize the power of visualization. Or they just don't bother to think about how it works. It starts with our mind. 
even physical coordinations. Our whole body is controlled by our mind. Every movement, every twitch of our finger, every step, although we don't think about it, but our mind controls. So yes, there is a science in the law of attraction. When we think positive thoughts and have positive intentions, we unconsciously motivate ourselves and keep ourselves at a peak of efficiency. Now, it doesn't change our external circumstances and opportunities, but it keeps our flame burning alive inside. And it makes sure that when the opportunity arrives, we are all dressed up and ready to step forward and open that door. And hopefully with time, thinking positively becomes a habit and actualizing these thoughts becomes a constant reality. This leads to life fact number two. Smiles are contagious. I know, it's so cliche, it makes me want to puke as well. But just think about it. Positivity can be contagious to others around us. Have you taken a commute and realized that most people around you are either motionless or having a resting bitch face? Now just imagine all of them feeling good about themselves and showing that positivity on their faces. It's hard and weird to imagine, right? But as you try to imagine a smile on each passenger's face, can you feel the entire cabin just warming up? It is as if that smile makes them all familiar to each other. It seems like that smile makes people comfortable with each other. Now, I'm not talking about the perverted smile from that strangely cloaked man at the corner of the cabin. If that guy entered your imagination, you best see a psychiatrist. Now, where do we find our genuine smiles? We simply need to be happy. But where do we find that happiness? Look, I don't even need to question further as if you don't already know the answer. Let's get real. All of us have heard that happiness is found within ourselves. And that is the third life fact. But most of us don't know where to start. Or some of us can't get there. And maybe we constantly fail trying. So, let's try a different perspective. In order to start understanding internal happiness, perhaps we need to clear ourselves from external distraction. It is hard to find something hidden in clutter, organize at mass, or at least clear most of it out, and you may find what you are looking for. Yes, it's a longer process, but it's better than digging through trash and hope that luck is on your side. Also, the external distractions I am referring to comes from earthly possessions in this world. It can be tangible like money, assets, gifts, having more friends, having someone beside you, or intangible things like having more time, experiencing love, holding on to memories, and even the typical dreams and aspirations of becoming a famous singer, or a wealthy man. Now, I'm not saying that you got to get rid of everything you have. That is ridiculously unrealistic. It is not a bad thing to have the goal of living a better life in terms of status and class. I'm just saying that we shouldn't idolize these ideas, and we should get rid of things that plague us with negativity, and surround our life with the things that are positive, sustainable, and reliable. So if you can't seem to find a smile within yourself, don't give up. 
Try another perspective. Clear your life of distractions, balance your priorities, and happiness may find you instead. Life fact number four. Overthinking will lead to sadness. Ironic how this podcast is about being in too deep, and now we're talking about how overthinking is bad for you. Anyway, self-awareness is a good thing, but it can be a double-edged sword. We must make sure we do something about our thoughts and not let it linger and fester in our heads. We must have movement, no matter if we don't know where to go and no matter how slow. Rotting in one spot and just wondering about where should you go or if you're able to make it just doesn't get you anywhere. Because even if we stumble or fail, at least we know where not to go or what not to do. In any case, there is never an absolute path. Because life is imperfect. We just have to start. Here's another of my weird analogy. Imagine standing in a cave. One side of it is dark, symbolizing negative thoughts, and the other is bright, representing positivity and the exit to enlightenment. Being aware recognizes both light and dark sides of life. It is also about understanding that life is not about reaching the end of the cave. In fact, it may be pointless, because you may never reach perfection. So some of you may ask, why should we even move then? Well, first of all, our common purpose is towards happiness. Human beings dislike pain and suffering. Whatever happiness means to us, we have a natural desire and attraction towards it. So, taking action in order to improve ourselves and our circumstances is a very natural thing. And second, life has its ways of nudging us forward. It's like when we're on the verge of being sick, our body just doesn't feel good. It's kind of warning us, hey, you gotta drink more water or do something. Same goes with life. It moves on, whether you want to or not. So, acknowledge the existence of imperfection. But don't let it get you down. Work with it to better yourself. Awareness is a great power. And overthinking may be good. But with that much thought, we must remember to take a stand for something. Or fall for nothing. Alright, I'm gonna wrap this episode up here. I know it has only been for facts. But fact is, we don't have enough time for more. So stay tuned to find what the other six are in the next episodes. By the way... I have not explored these topics as deeply and as clearly as I could imagine. We've only touched the shaft of the iceberg. Like there's the tip, and we just swallowed the shaft. We haven't gone balls deep. Since this episode is about self-improvement, self-discovery, and the internal control we have within ourselves, I want to end on an important food for thought. Here it is. If we can just spend the same amount of time and effort to discover and work on what's within ourselves, as we do for the things like our jobs, our relationships, our skills, whatever. We may just be as successful and secure on the inside as we are on the out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Please follow my Instagram and Facebook at David Roy Quick for updates. And share this podcast if you've enjoyed it. Till next time, I'm David. Keep moving.